Welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton, and we are very excited that we have another fantastic guest joining us today, even though we have to do it by Zoom, because you might tell from my voice that I shouldn't be out in public right now. (laughs) (laughs) So we are very grateful that Kate Rye has joined us today, and we're very disappointed that we couldn't do this in person in your beautiful shop, SDV Vintage. Well, next time. Yes, time, oh, right. I can't. Yeah. I cannot wait to get in and see what you are doing with the place. Um, so, for anyone who's joining us who's not familiar with you or with the shop, tell us a little bit about the shop and about the legacy behind it. Sure. So, SDV Vintage is a retro and vintage boutique uh, here in Moncton. So, right now it's at the corner of Botsford and Mountain, but it started almost nine years ago, a little further down Mountain Road. Um, We're actually celebrating the ninth anniversary in about two weeks. Um, The founder is Stephanie Don Vautour, so the SDV from SDV Vintage. Uh, She started this um, with some friends. They had another another, um, secondhand shop, uh, and they started that down at 327 Mountain uh, back in 2013. Um, It's been in this location since 2016. Um, and it is known as a safe space for all bodies, all genders, um, and just a really great vibe. Um, I had never actually been here uh, until um, October. So um, backstory for anyone who doesn't know, unfortunately, Steph um, was tragically killed in a car accident um, on her 36th birthday last summer. Um, And her Um, While Steph and I weren't friends, we had tons of mutual friends, including a shared best friend, shared colleagues. Um, We had shared university friends. Um, We really had very similar circles of friends. So I was actually asked by our shared best friend to come in and pick something up um, when her mom, Sandy, had reopened the shop. And I walked in and just went, how have I not been in here before? (laughs) I ended up buying um, some of Steph's clothes and um, from her collection. Um, So we still have the queen collection here. So it's some of Steph's personal uh, items. She had a closet room, which is my dream. Um, And so I came in and I left telling her mom, you know, you don't know me, but if if you need any help with anything, even hanging, like, just let me know. And I walked outside and thought, she thinks I'm crazy, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then I just, you know, I thought about the shop, like, what a great space. I hope it continues. And in talking to my friend, I found that it was going to be um, for sale. So um, New Year's Day, I had messaged Sandy and said, I don't know what your plans are, if you have someone interested, but, you know, I would love to um, be the new owner and I didn't hear from her for a while and I thought okay she found someone else Um, and it and she had um, but thankfully for me uh, it didn't work out Um, and I came in and chatted with Sandy at the uh, beginning of February and by the end of hanging out with her um, we had decided that I would take over and I spent the next couple weeks um, really having a great time with Sandy you know playing dress up learning uh, the tricks of the trade, um, you know, learning how to tell what's vintage, what's not, um, and just meeting new people. So after two years being in my little hole, (laughs) 
Um, and then a few years before that, working in tech where I didn't see people, um, it was really nice to start you know, seeing people, even if it was with a mask on. So for anyone who's met me, this is what I look like <laughs> <laughs> under the mask. Um, we are keeping the masks here. Um, just the clientele. Um, a lot of people express their interest in keeping it a, a safe space all around um, for immunocompromised. And I myself am as well. So I had no problem. I was going to be keeping it anyway. So um, we are still a masked location. Okay. Every, every bit of the story you tell, it's like more goosebumps popping up, well, right? Like if you all want of some those more, connections. Oh my goodness. Yes, we I, did those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had already planned to be doing my own thing. Um, and I had actually filed incorporation papers for my own company um, that came into effect on my 36th birthday, which was a week after Steph passed. So I already had kind of all the background. So when we decided to go forward, I already had most of the, the legwork ready. So it was a pretty quick uh, transition after that. That's oh my incredible. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 I need to uh, like, just talk about, I cannot believe the happenstance in that, right? Like one time you went in the store and decided that, like, I assumed that, you know, you shop there all the time. And I think that probably everybody thought the same thing, right? Like you obviously were, you know, a customer or you helped staff at the store or something like that, but one time in oh. the store, unbelievable. Yeah. And then once I kind of, I had posted a picture of me playing dress up because, you know, every time I saw something, Sandy would be like, try it on. <laughs> so I go try it on. And I'd posted a picture and some of my friends had posted like, oh, I love that store. Like, I hope it has a new owner soon. Like, I hope it continues. And I was just kind of keeping it to myself. <laughs> um, and then once it, once I did kind of announce it on my personal social, I, I really have no idea how I hadn't been here before because the amount of friends and family members, I found a, I have a cousin that I, we've never met, but we've had all sorts of people tell us or tell me, oh, you remind me of my friend. And then I find out that it's this person and she lives in Bedford. So it's a terrible, um, it's terrible that I haven't met her. We just <laughs> never seem to overlap. And, uh, I looked through and I was like, oh, she's mutual friends with the Instagram account. So I sent her a message and she was friends with Steph. So it was just very, uh, lots of connections. And I love finding out, you know, more each time I meet people or that come into the shop and they realize who I am and I know them. The first day I was open on a Saturday, I had someone come in and when she was paying, I thought she looks very familiar. I said, did you go to Mount A with me, you know, 2004? And I said, did we take a field trip to the theater directly across the street from this shop? She said, yeah, we did. <laughs> and just so many little things like that, that are uh, great. And I'm getting to work with some of my former, like my people that I worked with at former jobs where, you know, the job wasn't the best fit for us, but we were the perfect fit together, um, who are now working in marketing and doing virtual consulting. And um, so I'm getting to work with people that I've, I've loved in previous careers, doing what they love um, instead of what we were doing together at the time. Oh, just everything about that is just, it's 
stars aligning perfection, yeah. right? Yeah, it's for sure. Uh, it's so nice to hear stories like that when we're in these dark and crazy times, especially. Can you tell us a little bit more about the shop itself and the vibe? And, you know, you talked about having to learn to be able to tell what is vintage. Like, what what is it special in terms of, like, not the magic, but the clothing and the shoes and everything that's in the shop? Yeah, so most of the items are vintage, meaning 90s or earlier. And the thought that oh, 90s so was vintage... vintage. <laughs> I had I'm pretty brought, sure I have some things in my closet. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I did. I still had some stuff at my parents' house, and I went, Oh, I'll finally take that stuff out of your basement. And I had brought it home and I had it in my living room. And my stepson came home and went, Oh, look at all these antique clothes. And I okay. these are mine. Calm down. <laughs> um, so really it's uh, 90s and earlier. Now I do have some stuff that are modern, but more vintage inspired. So as the styles come back and there's, you know, modern versions of retro or vintage styles. Um, so we have some of that in the shop. Most items are, uh, a lot of items, sorry, are donated. So they have a backstory. Um, so we have a fabulous 80s tracksuit white and like green um, and that came from what we call the nana collection which was someone's grandmother's <laughs> attic and she had fantastic items that were never worn um, i had two sisters now i don't generally buy from people um, especially right now i'm kind of getting my you know feet under me and finding out what is in the shop and what Steph had packed in the boxes. I just started pulling out spring items this week and there's some really awesome stuff back there. Um, but I had two sisters come in that were cleaning out their mother's cedar chest before she was moving. And she had a fabulous dress and it has almost like birch trees, but there's also penguins holding balloons. What and an interesting a combination! 1960s <laughs> vibe, and so I found the story. It came from an Aunt Lucille who would send stuff back from Montreal, and it wasn't really, you know, her mother's style, so it would just get put away. And it was very much like my Aunt Peggy from New Jersey, who used to send fabulous things back to my grandmother, who lived in a fishing village, who would be like, "Where would I wear this?" and put it away. <laughs> Um, I'm on a board of directors at a food bank and one of the other volunteers had messaged me asking if I wanted some old suits and I thought oh sure and I went and picked them up from the food bank last week and they are beautiful three-piece or two-piece Sears suits very vintage that are gorgeous and will definitely find a home with someone who can appreciate it um, so if anyone ever has cleaning out, you know, closets or attics um, and you have a large collection, uh, I would love to go through it. Um, and anything that is not useful to me um, is passed on. So right now it's being passed on to um, a Ukrainian family who's coming to live uh, in a duplex next to a friend of mine. So I'm collecting kind of items for them and anything that doesn't get used uh, will probably go to uh, to those efforts first and then uh, be distributed to the different missions and uh, thrift stores around. I have a really hard time with the fact that 
the clothes that, like you said, I, st- I still have shirts from the nineties. <laughs> Absolutely. I do. I mean, they're just like bed t-shirts now. Right. But, but I I'm still rocking a, a few shirts from high school that how, how they still fit. Well, I mean, they didn't fit then they fit now. <laughs> I mean, I have some t-shirts that will be coming back into circulation that I might uh, be cropping or kind of changing a little bit to rework them. But, you know, New Brunswick Drama Fest 1997. There's some good ones. Oh, my. What what do you think it is right now? But I feel like there's this, like, really strong sense of nostalgia and people really wanting to bring those vintage pieces into the current time, too. Like, not just like a, oh, I I like the style, but there's some kind of nostalgia happening around all this stuff, right? Yeah. And I think really like with fast fashion, like things that are made now, they're really made to be worn now. And we will not be passing those items on. They they'll disintegrate before you can pass them on. Um, And just like appliances, everything was just made better back then. (laughs) Um, Even like the denim, like I love finding a piece that has like a union stamp on it, which means it's a pre seventies. It was made in North America, it wasn't shipped overseas. Um, just things like that, um, being more sustainable as well. Um, so as people are kind of trying to minimize their carbon footprint, you know, the item that is made from textiles that are shipped from North America overseas, and then it comes back, and then it goes back to be processed, and then it, and they've racked up, you know, more mileage than most people do <laughs> in their lives um, just to make it to to you. So things that are vintage that were made here didn't have to travel elsewhere. Now, that being said, I do have some fantastic, you know, European or UK pieces um, that I'm unsure how they ever ended up in Moncton. <laughs> um, or I have a fantastic Bergdorf's dress from the 50s that I could picture Audrey Hepburn in and just um again I wonder like what what did this dress see or where did it go um so I love getting to know the story if I do know where it came from um you know where it did come or who wore it or you know what event that was for when Steph started the store, do you know the backstory? Like, where did she source? Like you said, you're still going through boxes of stuff that she had. So where did she source <laughs> the stuff from originally? Well, I can't I can't tell all the sources. Um, but she did have <laughs> some other sources that were doing thrifting in other cities. Now, a lot of that kind of dried up with COVID shipping restrictions. Um, but I know that she had someone doing some picking in the Yukon. Um, there was someone in the States. Her mom gets some great stuff and she's going to continue doing it for me um, when she goes down in the, um, to Florida in the spring. Um, so just to hit up different places that, you know, have different designers or different items than you would find here in the Maritimes. Excellent. You know what I love, and you mentioned it before, is denim. When jeans were jeans. And mm-hmm. so like when, when. No stretch. Yeah, no stretch. Yeah, yeah no stretch. <laughs> I don't sounds wanna... like, like an 80s rock ballad when jeans were jeans. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I would sing a song to Levi's 501s. When button flies came back, I jumped on that so fast. Yeah. But I would love like a, an actual pair from when we were growing up. And, mm-hmm. and legit, I wanted a pair back then and never got them either. So now I think I'm like slightly obsessed with them. I probably have six pairs right now, but I want more. I want more. Um, so I get that. Like, when denim 
didn't have that full stretch, which I mean, full stretch is mm-hmm. nice and comfortable sometimes too, but it is. Yeah. But I like when I, when I put my jeans on, I want it's them not going to last as long with that stretch in it though. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right. I, I like the, uh, I like the stiffness of a good pair of jeans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dried on the line, just straight. <laughs> just- just like a piece of cardboard. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what do you like? Do you um, separate things into men's and women's? Do you have any men's stuff or is it, do you yeah. find it's mostly so women's? I do have men's items. So I have um, right now, I'm kind of moving kind of racks around. Um, the majority is women's because, you know, there's so many more options for women. Mm-hmm. So many fantastic. You can see the long dresses mm-hmm. behind me. Um, and we have blouses and, um, and lots of skirts out now. I do have a men's section, um, and all sizes. So from small to, um, three or four X, I also have a, um, you know, a gender neutral section because those five Oh ones, they can be worn by anyone. Yep. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter. There's, there's no, nothing really on the label that says who it's for. So I do have a section that can really go. Um, whatever way you want. Um, and really, I invite people to shop in whatever section they're comfortable in. And the people that come in here are lovely people, and they're not going to judge who is trying on what. Uh, and if anyone wants someone to come and, you know, give an opinion or help them pull stuff, I have realized that I love playing dress up. I didn't grow out of it. <laughs> I didn't grow out of it. Uh, I just didn't have the, uh, the items, you know, mm-hmm. at my disposal. Um, I actually, funny enough, I did, uh, clean out my tickle trunk, um, <laughs> at home and a skirt that I loved playing dress up with, uh, is about to hit the racks. Um, and I'm sure it did, you know, many Halloweens as a witch or something from probably 88 to, you know, 94. <laughs> I'm having this um, complete flashback to my childhood now because we had that exact same, we called it the tickle trunk. It's this mm-hmm. big wooden crate that I still have yeah. <laughs> that was filled with all the bridesmaids dresses my mother had worn. Yes. And same thing. Yeah. Like skirts and things that she obviously wore in that tiny period of her life Mm -hmm. when she you know worked in administration before she had kids and stayed home Mm -hmm. and so yeah once you stay home you don't need that stuff it goes in the trunk along with uh not a tracksuit per se she had one of those this like plastic tracksuit that was supposed to be like a weight loss thing (laughs) that was the best astronaut costume ever but I'm like I'm thinking of all these like there was like yeah these nice skirts and dresses I'm like Mm -hmm. man I should have kept track of those better (laughs) yeah like my mother has some fantastic dresses that my friends and I remember in grade five and six playing dress up and I have pictures of us Uh, I'll show you someday when we run into each other outside of uh, here Um, great dress up clothes that I cannot find for the life of me and we have no idea where we put these but they would be perfect because they are 1970s gold they are gorgeous gorgeous dresses Um, but yeah anyone who wants to play dress up and you know wants a second opinion or um, once a suggestion, I had someone in here last week who was preparing for a pageant and she was thinking that maybe she wants to go with vintage. And 
I had pulled some things that, you know, I really wanted to see on someone that I hadn't seen and they did not disappoint. So <laughs> beautiful royal blue jumpsuit with like a lace um, top, just beautiful items that are very different from what you would see mm-hmm. nowadays and really designed and constructed in a way that you don't see nowadays, like the double lining or just very well made. Um, and a lot of it, you know, I'm sure was very loved, but maybe loved once and then packed away. Mm. (laughs) Um, so looking for a new home. So you kind of alluded to, um, some plans for the, the shop. So as you continue to like come into your right with the shop, what are some things that you want to see? Yeah. So what's really important to me is really establishing a community. Um, So I have been in talks with some people who had previously supplied some items or who do or make items that are really in line with the vintage kind of vibe. So whether that be different types of jewelry that they're making, um, you know, people who do bow ties. And I really want to work with them to do a especially curated collection for SDV. So something that you can't get through them that's really, you know, made in a vintage style um, for SDV. So I can showcase some local artists. Um, I've met some awesome people that have come into the shop and, you know, told me what they do. Um, Did you guys know that there was a a textiles and fashion program at NBCC in Fredericton? I actually did. (laughs) I did not. I know only because I know someone who came and did that program specifically. Otherwise I would, I would not, but there, and there are some really great fashion designers like within New Brunswick and the Maritimes. Yeah. So I met a, a young person who does beautiful like vintage collars um I met another young person whose you know main focus was fashion and doing you know plus size and maternity and really is exploring how to make gender neutral or you know other gender clothing into maternity friendly so as you know genders evolve and different needs evolve um and I think that's so cool. And I love that they're sharing that with me. Um, and I, so I want to find a way to really be able to, you know, to share their uh, art, you know, cause not everyone can have a, you know, a space uh, of their own. Um, so to be able to showcase young, um, young artists who, you know, may not have another place to showcase things. That's important to me. That's fantastic. What about, and I don't and know what, online. I, that's what I was so, just going to say. Yeah. I'm like, is there, is there an online portion of this? I don't, I don't know that there was before, but I think there's certainly a lot of demand even so before the just, pandemic. Steph had just kind of started getting into online um, just as the, the pandemic started. Um, so the website is currently gone, um, but I do have secured a new domain uh, and I'm working with my former colleagues. So we had a photo shoot on Monday. Um, with one of my former colleagues who is a photographer. And so we've started taking photographs so that we can open our uh, Shopify site to make it more accessible to other people who can't necessarily get into the store. Um, And then we can do the shopping or the shipping and it'll be a little bit, uh, you know, more cost effective than if I was to just take it to Canada Post and ship it um, and make it a little bit easier for everyone. 
Um, I am going to be, um, you know, moving things around. Um, there was a lot going on in the shop. And as someone who has friends with small kids, I wanted it to be a place where you can still bring your kids in. You don't have to worry that they're going to, you know, swallow an earring uh, that's <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting on the trunk. So I've done a lot of uh, kind of child proofing um, because that's what, you know, my friends who shop here, um, they all have kids and I'd like them to feel that they can bring their kids in, um, you know, while they try on. I love kids. So if you want to come in, hang out, uh, I have a chalkboard that I can erase and I can set them up for minutes of entertainment. Minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the true sign that you understand children. Yeah. <laughs> minutes of entertainment. That's yeah, awesome. So. Okay. Well, uh, as we wrap things up today, we need to know how people can find you. So I am on uh, Instagram. I'm still using Steph's. I will be transitioning to a new one, but that will be posted on the current one. Um, so it's at SDV Vintage, at SDV Vintage Shop on Facebook. And the website, which will be coming soon, will be sdvvintage.shop. So it's a new uh, ending. So I'm not sure how that's going to go over. Um, and if anyone ever wants to reach out, my email is shopgirl at sdvvintage.shop. Love it. Oh, this is so fun. It's so exciting to see, you know, someone diving into a new business, but also, you know, keeping this, this legacy that had started. And I know there's, there's a lot of love for the space that Steph had created. So it's fantastic to see you continuing this. Yeah. And if anyone has any special requests, I'm currently looking for, you know, size 15 heels. If there is something that you can't find that is a specialty item, uh, let me know because I've made all sorts of new friends who are uh, helping me source uh, items that I would normally have no idea where to find in Moncton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. In Moncton, for sure. I can only imagine you're going to, you're going to be looking outside of Moncton for a lot of things. I'm sure. Oh, of that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was really great to get to know you and so cool to see you carrying on this legacy. I am kind of in the same boat. Like we had a whole lot of mutual friends but never met. And I've also never been into the store. So now I've got a plan. I've got a wedding coming up in, in August. So I'm coming shopping. <laughs> I have one in May. See, see, yeah. <laughs> plan plans. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Thank we'll you come in, so we'll much. Have a shopping party. Yeah. Oh, awesome. that sounds so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks.